Is Micah Parsons the best overall player in the league? Will Russell Wilson get benched for Jared Siddham? That and more on the Charlie Jacobs podcast. Today is September 19th. It is Tuesday. We just had week two wrap up yesterday with two Monday Night Football games. And I'm here to give my recap on week two. So I'm going to start off with the Thursday Night Football game. This was this was Vikings Eagles. Eagles won the game. Hurts had two touchdowns on the on the little butt push play, which I still think shouldn't be allowed. It's very easy for the Eagles to score with that, and other teams are starting to do that as well. Kirk Cousins in garbage time had a bunch of yards. Jefferson again with over 150 yards. DeAndre Swift looked great on the ground for uh, for the Eagles. He had 175 rushing yards and a touchdown. Uh, but a big story for the Vikings, they're 0-2 now. They did have Daniil Hunter, who had three sacks, joining the joining the players who've had three sacks in a game this season, joining the three from last week. But the Vikings lost, and now they have a must-win game against the Chargers next week, who are also 0-2. Uh, the Eagles, they, they looked better in this game against the Vikings, but they still don't look the same as they did last year, and they need to start to figure that out. Jalen Carter, though, is a stud, and... He's he's amazing, and he still looks like he might be the best player on that draft. Jalen Carter is the best rookie in this draft so far on the defensive side of the ball. But on the offensive side of the ball, you have Falcons star running back Bijan Robinson. The Falcons this week went up to 2-0 and after beating the Packers by one point. Desmond Ritter throughout the game looked very sloppy, and he finally started to put it together towards the end of that third quarter going into the fourth. Jordan Love on the last drive wasn't great but he missed some of his throws and there was a drop pass but I still think that the Packers even though they did lose that game Christian Watson was out Aaron Jones was out David Bakhtiari was out and Elton Jenkins was out so for the Packers to lose that game by one I don't think it's the end of end of anything really there's still time with the Lions for the lead in the division as both the Vikings and the Bears are 0-2 but back onto the Falcons Drake London Six catches for 67 yards and a touchdown. Uh, you also had Tyler Algier had 16 carries. Bijan had 19. Desmond Ritter looked good on the ground. Um, Kyle Pitts with only two catches. That's It's still kind of crazy how they don't use him. Mac Hollins right now on the season is their leading receiver, which is very interesting. But going back to the Packers side, uh, Jaden Reed, the rookie, looked very good. He had the two touchdowns. But he looked like, he looked like Jordan Love... And him had somewhat of a connection. He did have four catches. He got eight targets. But the Falcons now in a three-way tie for the lead of their division with both the Saints and the Buccaneers. And the Falcons do have a very, very easy schedule this year. So we'll see what happens. Um, next game I want to talk about is Bill's Raiders. Josh Allen came out into this game and he looked he looked like Josh Allen that we know and love. Josh Allen... Three touchdown passes. James Cook on the ground ran for 123 yards. Uh, Gabe Davis had uh, six catches, 92 yards, and a touchdown. The Raiders on their first drive, they looked pretty solid. They looked pretty good. But then Jimmy G came out on that second drive, and everything kind of started to fall apart. The Bills still behind the Dolphins of that division. That's going to be a very interesting matchup in Week 4 when the two teams meet. Uh, now I want to move on to the next game, which is Ravens-Bengals. The Bengals, even though they ended up only losing by three, the Ravens really dominated this game. Yes, T. Higgins had two touchdowns. And on the stat sheet, Lamar, when you look at his game, it doesn't look like an amazing Lamar game stat-wise. But if you watch this game, Lamar 
very well past the eye test. He made all the throws he needed to, to make. He made great runs when he needed to do it. There were some third downs. It would be like third and eight, and all of a sudden you see Lamar running for the first down. Lamar Jackson, every year he has a couple of these games, and this is one of them. He looked like the best player on the field, and yeah, they won the game by three, and it was a great game. Lamar, especially after last week, when he wasn't amazing against Houston, he really made up for it this week by beating Cincinnati and getting them down to 0-2. Joe Burrow, though, the injury is very concerning. They're saying that he might not even play on Monday night. The Bengals, it's a must-win game for them, and they're playing the Rams, who have looked better than I would have expected when the season started. But for the Bengals, they need Burrow to be healthy, and they need Burrow to be what he was uh, middle to the end of last year, because he was awesome. And they can't have Burrow throwing duds up, whether he's injured or not. Uh, Next game, one of the overtime games this week, Seahawks-Lions. This was a very fun game to watch. A lot of people are saying that the refs were that the refs were favoring the Seahawks. Uh, there was one very funny moment when when Gino was trying to talk to the ref, but the ref was saying, "Oh, I have to talk to America first. That was something that I know was going around Twitter, which was fun to wa- fun to see. It was a little funny. Uh, DK Metcalf in that game went out with an injury. It was a rib injury, I believe. Hopefully, he's going to be okay, but. Other than that, for the Seahawks, Tyler Lockett looked great with the two touchdowns. Uh, Tariq Woolen also got injured with uh, chest injury and a little bit of a shoulder thing. Uh, but Pete Carroll said he'd be fine. Uh, Tariq Woolen, I think, is uh, is one of the up-and-coming quarters in the league. He was awesome last year and this year. I'm hoping he gets even better because he's very fun to watch with all that speed. And now with the Lions, Lions... It kind of fell short. Jared Goff snapped that streak of uh, passes without an interception. David Montgomery also went down with that thigh injury. And who knows when he'll be back. Some are saying some are saying he could be back sooner than people think. But others are saying it's going to be a couple weeks. Um, also, uh, James Houston, the linebacker, was ruled out in the second half of that game with an ankle injury. And CJ Gardner-Johnson was placed on IR. Before I move on to the next game, I do want to mention, though, that Geno Smith did look like the same player as he did last year when he didn't look like normal Geno Smith of the years past. He looked like he looked like the player he did last year, and he was awesome. Uh, next game, another overtime game, Chargers-Titans. Chargers now fall to 0-2 and have a must-win game against 0-2 Minnesota Vikings in Minnesota next week. Justin Herbert, yeah, he had a good game. Uh, Keenan Allen with two touchdowns and 111 yards, big game. But when it came down to it, the Titans pulled out the victory. Uh, Vrabel is a great coach. I don't think Staley should be the Chargers coach for much longer. He came in as a coach that was supposed to help the defense, but the defense does not look good at all. They look like one of the worst defenses in the NFL right now, even with the big names like Khalil Mack, Joey Bosa, J.C. Jackson, Eric Kendricks. The defense just isn't living up to the hype, and it's not going to cut it, and they need a new coach, in my opinion. Uh, next game, Buccaneers versus Bears. Buccaneers 2-0 and now. That division, there's three teams in that division who are 2-0. and Panthers are 0-2, but the Bucs looked really good. Baker Mayfield has looked great through two games. Yes, I know it's the Bears defense and the Vikings defense. Mike Evans looks like age hasn't caught up to him yet, and he still looks like one of the best receivers in the league right now. For the Bears, though, Justin Fields, 
Does not look like he will be the starting quarterback next year. Yeah, I feel like the Bears are going to ride him out for the rest of the year and just see what happens. But Fields, even though he could be electric and he could help people's fantasy teams, he's not a great NFL quarterback. Uh, next game, a very sloppy game and one one that I expected to be a lot better to watch as a fan. The Chiefs-Jaguars. Mahomes looked like Mahomes again. He had 305 yards passing and two touchdowns. Uh, Christian Kirk was the leading receiver for the Jaguars. Uh, Calvin Ridley was pretty much shut down. Yes, Kelsey was back and he caught a touchdown. So Chris Jones also came back. He looked really good in this game. He had a sack and a half. The Jags offense did not look very good in this game. They couldn't convert in the red zone. All of them, all of the red zone opportunities ended up being field goals. And they lost to a team that they were trying to get revenge for getting beat in the playoffs by, which is the Kansas City Chiefs. Travis Kelsey being back helped the Chiefs offense, even though he did only have four catches. One of them was a touchdown. But the Chiefs, they need an alpha receiver. Uh, what they have right now, I don't think is good enough if they want to go and win another Super Bowl. There's people they could trade for, potentially someone like a Hollywood Brown. But... I do think that the Chiefs need to add someone to that receiver room who could go out and be an alpha for Patrick Mahomes. The last game that was a 1 o'clock game was Colts-Texans. In this game, Anthony Richardson left after his second rushing touchdown because of a concussion. I hope he gets better because he's looked great so far through two games. Uh, they are 1-1. One one. Gardner Minshew came in, but I don't think Mitch is very good. Uh, that's, that's pretty much it for the Colts right now for me, but I really want to talk about this Texans team. C.J. Stroud, I definitely have my doubts coming into this draft, and so far he's looked awesome. He's the fourth leading passer in the league right now. He hasn't thrown an interception. He threw two touchdowns in this game, one to rookie Tank Dell, the other to Nico Collins, who, Nico Collins, by the way, 146 receiving yards this week, seven catches, and that touchdown, as I mentioned. Uh, the Texans, I hope that Stroud is okay behind that offensive line because that offensive line is amazing. But I think Stroud could be a very good NFL quarterback, especially if he keeps this up. And the Texans, they have weapons that I didn't really expect to see. I didn't think Nico Collins would take this step. I did like Tank Dell before the season, but still, it's the Texans. They do have a new coach, though, which could be a big part of it. And I hope that CJ Stroud is very successful in his career. Now the 4 o'clock games. First off, I'm going to start with Niners at Rams. The Rams in this game looked really, really good. I know they lost, but the Rams with their talent disparity right now to the Niners, it felt like in that fourth quarter, the Niners' talent kind of just took over. But Puka Nakua for the Rams looks like the real deal. It's very impressive to see, especially because he was a fifth-round pick. He's the leading receiver in the league based on receptions, and based on yards, he has the second most in the league. He's only behind Justin Jefferson. Right now, it looks like Cooper Cup doesn't need to come back as soon as people would have thought, but the Rams can be competitive, especially if they're playing against the Bengals this week without Joe Burrow. But Stafford looks really good. Their offense doesn't look as good, I would say, as they did in the Super Bowl run, but it's very similar. And right now with Puka Nakua and Tutu Atwell, who's also been really good through two games, it looks like they're kind of getting a little Cooper Cup and Odell Beckham mix, what they had in the playoffs when those two guys were destroying the opposing defenses. But yeah, the Niners look great. McCaffrey looked amazing, as always. 
Purdy looked okay. He missed a couple of long throws, but still the 2-0. They're the favorites right now, them and the Eagles, to come out of the NFC. I believe that the Niners are number one on almost every power ranking right now, and they deserve it. And next week, they're going to take on my New York Giants, and I'm hoping the Giants win, but it's going to be tough. Uh, Speaking of the Giants, that game was really tough to watch. And then it was really awesome to watch. So in that first half, the Cardinals were doing whatever they wanted. They went into halftime with the 20 to nothing lead. Josh Jobs, when he trugged Xavier McKinney, I, I thought to myself, oh, this season's over. Coming off that 40 to nothing loss against Dallas, followed by the first half being down 20 to nothing, it's really hard if you're a Giants fan to still have faith in that team, especially with all the money that went out to people like Dexter Lawrence, Andrew Thomas, who wasn't even playing, and Daniel Jones. But in the second half, Dable said something at halftime that turned it around, and Daniel Jones had maybe the best game of his career, and it all happened in one half. I don't know how they did it, but at one point, down 28-7, they made the comeback, they won by three, and... Now I have hope for the rest of the season as a Giants fan. I don't think we're going to beat the Niners next week because the Niners are a a very, very, very good team. But I do have more faith in the Giants going forward. I do think that Dable is a great coach, and that is one of the reasons why we ended up winning. Also, I really thought Jalen Hyatt coming in really sparked our offense. I hope to see him out there. And as one of the three receivers for the Giants, maybe put Paris Campbell as the wide receiver four because he has been struggling a little bit this season and it's only really been screens. He's dropped a couple passes and I just want to see what Hyatt has going forward. I hope Hyatt could end up being uh, one of the best receivers in the league one day. I know that's a stretch and a lot of it is me being very excited that the Giants actually won. But Hyatt did make two huge plays in that game and without it, we would not have won. So I'm hoping to see more of Jalen Hyatt. Uh, now onto the Jets-Cowboys game. This one was tough to watch, especially for Jets fans, as Zach Wilson does not look like he could be the quarterback for the year. I think the Jets need to trade for a quarterback. That could be someone like a Jacoby Brissett. Uh, maybe not Ryan Tannehill anymore because the Titans won. Uh, if the Vikings lose uh, in Week 3 to the Chargers, you could maybe go get Kirk Cousins. But something like that. The Jets need a quarterback. Uh, Zach Wilson is not going to do it. I think that team is very talented. Their defense is one of the top in the league. They should have a quarterback on their team who could take them to the playoffs and maybe even to the Super Bowl. Not Zach Wilson. Also, something interesting following the game was when Brees Hall tweeted out about how he only got four carries, which after last week, he looked awesome when he ran the ball. But... It's a little surprising that they didn't give him as many carries as they did last week. And I hope Brees, I hope he gets more carries because he's awesome and I want to keep seeing him play. For the Cowboys, they have the best player in the league. Uh, Whenever you play against their defense, it's always, oh no, we have to play against Micah Parsons. He's not just too fast for the offensive linemen. He's also too strong for them. And the way that Dan Quinn in Dallas does that defense, he gets Micah Parsons to disrupt the play every single time. He's a stud, and he, I think, is the best player in the league. He's amazing. And as a Giants fan, it pains me to know that we have to go up against him twice a year. Next up, the last 4 o'clock game of Week 2, Commanders at Broncos. The Broncos were... 
looking very good. Russell Wilson looked very good in that first half. But then there was a couple plays as it started to get closer to the end where Russ looked like he did last year. And I do think that with the way they lost, yes, he, yes the Hail Mary, yes, it was a touchdown. But yeah, they didn't get the two-point conversion in Washington. One, off to a 2-0 and lead, which is a little bit surprising. But if you look at their schedule, it's it's understandable. But back to Russell Wilson, I don't know if he's going to be the quarterback there. They gave Jared Sidham in the offseason a two-year deal worth $10 million. And they could easily bench Russ for Sidham because Sean Payton is going to want to win. And he might think Sidham gives him a better opportunity to do so than Russell Wilson right now. On Washington, Brian Robinson looked amazing. And other than that, Howell looked okay. He didn't look great. But the commander's defense did look very good. Chase Young being back was a big help. They got to Russell Wilson seven times. And that D-line looks like it's going to be very hard to stop for a lot of teams this season. Now the Sunday night game. The Dolphins went into Foxborough and beat the Patriots. Now Tua's record against Belichick is 4-0. Very impressive. But Tua looked awesome in that game. He had 250 passing yards. Raheem Mostert also looked great with 18 carries for 120 yards and two touchdowns. Jalen Waddell late into that game was ruled out with a concussion. And the Dolphins, they still got the win after the very interesting fourth down play where Mike Kosicki lateraled the ball back to Cole Strange, who was down just short of the line to gain. Uh, I really wish they gave it to him because that was a very fun play to watch. But the Dolphins go up to 2-0. Patriots now 0-2. Dolphins in the lead spot of their division, and they look like they might be the best team in the AFC right now. They look complete. Uh, Their defensive line, even without Jalen Phillips, still kept getting to Mac Jones. And you'd love to see that, especially when Jalen Phillips is getting talked up about as a breakout candidate for this year, as someone who could end up being one of the best pass rushers in the league by the end of the season. Now on to Monday night. There were two games last night. Saints-Panthers was the first one. The Saints did not look great throughout the game, but they did end up pulling out the victory. It was a bit of an ugly one. Chris Olave had a really nice catch down the sideline when he juggled and caught it. But the Saints, they're 2-0. They do have a very easy schedule, but I don't really buy it. Jamal Williams exited the game with an injury, and Taysom Hill ended up being their leading rusher on the night. They still have Alvin Kamara coming back after week four, which we'll see how much of an impact he makes. Michael Thomas looks pretty good too for the Saints. But then talking about the Panthers, Bryce Young looked okay. He didn't look amazing. Uh, Adam Thielen looked solid. Jonathan Mingo, rookie receiver, I really like. He had eight targets. Very interesting. But now on to the last game of week two, which was Steelers-Browns. Steelers ended up coming away with the victory because of uh, they had two defensive touchdowns. Uh, Alex Highsmith had the pick six on the first play of the game, and he was the one who forced the fumble that TJ Watt brought back for the touchdown. Also, Kenny Pickett did look better than he did last week. Uh, that touchdown to George Pickens, Pickens showed why he is one of the best up-and-coming young receivers in the league. I really like George Pickens. He makes a lot of great catches, and I didn't know that he could be as much of a burner as he showed on that play. Sean Watson, for the Browns, does not look good. Even though the Browns did beat the Bengals last week, Deshaun Watson is not very good right now. And for the Browns, too, 
Losing Nick Chubb is devastating. Nick Chubb is one of the best running backs in the league. He's arguably top three. You could even argue that he's the best. But seeing him go down and then being carted off was really, really hard to watch. It's the second week in a row with a one of the best players in the league at their position going down to injury and being ruled out for the year. Last week, we had Aaron Rodgers. This week, it's Nick Chubb. Uh, I do want to say, though, that watching him get carted off and hearing all the Steelers fans cheering, it was it was a very nice moment, but it's just really, really, really hard to see someone like that go down who is always working. He's always such a grinded-out player, and he's always fun to watch. Uh, hopefully, he gets better soon. Hopefully, he's back next year, but yeah, that's a really big loss for the Browns. After Chubb went down, though, Jerome Ford came in and looked really solid. He had that 69-yard run where he was brought down at the one-yard line. But overall, he had 106 yards on 16 carries. The Browns did bring in today. They are working out Kareem Hunt, and I wouldn't be surprised if they also try to work out someone like Leonard Fournette. But other than that, there's one more thing I want to do before I end off this episode, and that is my Jacobs Jugular of the Week. I talked about him earlier. But I do think that Bijan Robinson right now is the best running back in the NFL. Yes, Christian McCaffrey's awesome. And Nick Chubb, before he went down to injury, is also unbelievable. But Bijan Robinson, for what he brings to that team and how much he's already shown, he's awesome. I met him two years ago when he was a sophomore at Texas. And in the one minute that I spoke to him, he was a very nice guy, so so to go along with this, I am rooting for him to be a stud in the NFL. He's amazing the way he moves the ball. There was one play where he juked out three defenders, and it was a 20-yard run. He looks amazing, and I hope he has a very good season. I hope he wins Offensive Rookie of the Year, and I hope he can take the Falcons to the playoffs and be a huge part of that franchise for the years to come as he is such a talented player. Already in his second career game, he's the best at his position in the league. That's all for today. Thank you for listening to the Charlie Jacobs podcast. I will be back next week for my week three recap of the NFL season.